listen to another edition of Paranormal Almanac Florentine. Call him now with your own personal paranormal experience. With your host, Kurt, and as always, fan favorite, Stitch. Hi! That's right, welcome to another all-new Paranormal Almanac Quarantine Edition. I'm here, Stitch is here, Stitch is raring to go, as you heard. First of all, a very special shout-out to Lauren McCune for this beauty right here. That's right, how awesome is this Bigfoot shirt that Lauren was nice enough to get for me as a gift, which I thought was the absolute most incredibly sweet thing ever, and uh, I gotta say... I absolutely love it. I love this shirt. I love it. Showed up last night. I was like, what the hell's in the package? I didn't order anything. Oh, no. What's going on? Awesome rad shirt. Thank you, Lauren McCune. You are the best. And I know that right now you're all thinking, but Kurt, we want to send you gifts. We want to do like send you like money and gifts and stuff. Don't worry. Soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. I will have a place for you guys to send everything to. Not quite yet. Not quite right. No, no, Stitch, we're going to do the show. It's right now. It's all right. It's all good. Not quite yet, but I will have a place or an address that you guys can send stuff if you want to. I think it's incredibly sweet and, and lovely that I got two gifts this week. This was only gift one. Gift two was I got some of the most kick-ass stickers in the world. First of all, the, come on, focus on the paramaniac. There we go. The first one, a Paramaniac... Oh, this camera sucks for zooming. Well, it doesn't matter. It's a Paramaniac sticker, a serial killer sticker. I mean, just James James Polk knocked it out of the park with his stickers, Mothman stickers. I mean, look, I, I don't care. I, I don't care that I'm a grown man. I fucking love stickers. So, especially at this quality, these things, they're rad. Which brings me to... The next thing on here, the next thing on here is you can go right now to storeenvy.com slash paranormal almanac and get your very own. Ah. Hey, Stitch, I'm trying to plug the t-shirt right now. It's cool, buddy. Your very own Paramaniacs shirt, multiple colors. I think it zooms in somewhere. I don't remember how I zoomed in before, but anyhow, you know what it is. It's storeenvy.com slash paranormal almanac. Uh, that's right, uh, James. Your shirt. You gotta, you gotta send. Make sure I've got your address and your size and everything. It goes to you. Uh, you get a free shirt because obviously it's your freaking awesome shirt. So uh, yeah, I can't even thank you enough for how awesome that shirt looks. And it says Paranormal Almanac at the bottom. I can't zoom in. I didn't create the site, so don't blame me. Anyhow, it's cool though. It is rad. I love everything about it. Let's. Get off of there. Boom, ba, boom, boom. I'm back. Okay. So Stitch is in a mood. I've, I've been gone most of the day. I was helping a friend um, move some stuff uh, out of storage. Uh, socially distancing. Responsibly done. I don't go anywhere. Uh, but um, 
I was helping a friend move some stuff, so I've been gone all day, so that's uh, stitches on the uh, spaz level a little bit today. He's got a little bit spazzy, but that's all right. I love him anyway. Uh, yeah, I, Daniel, I definitely recommend it. This shirt is awesome. Absolutely love it. This is Paramaniacs. You guys are all Paramaniacs. I absolutely love you guys for being here. Okay, let's see who's here. We got Trish. We got Jennifer. Hey, howdy. Hi. Jennifer, I'm looking forward to another awesome call-in show. But, thank you for saying that, by the way. But to have an awesome call-in show, we need awesome callers. So, I'm gonna, I, the phone lines are open. I did all that while I was bantering. The phone lines are open. Todd's here. Speaking of Todd, I hope you guys enjoyed the latest new edition of the regular episode of Paranormal Almanac with special guest, Elijah Hendrickson. Kid's the best. Absolutely the best. Uh, and I thought he knocked it out of the park with his part of the episode. It's better than my part of the episode, but that's not saying much. Joe, hey, hi, Curtin Stitch. Love the show. Thank you so much, Joe. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, Daniel, you're right. Stitch is ready. Like I said, he's uh, been on the spaz meter tonight, uh, but that's okay. I, I don't mind at all. Get a real email, get a real address mailbox at your local UPS store. <laughs> nice plug, Josh. That's right. You can go to your local UPS store and get a real address mailbox. Stickers do go on the laptop. That is exactly what I'm doing with my stickers. I'm glad you said that as well. Um, Trish, yeah, you're right. Uh, they're the best. Honestly, they're the best stickers. I was so happy to get them. It was an insane thing with the mail. The UP, uh, uh, USPS, not UPS. Should have gone UPS. USPS just uh, apparently forgot I existed for a little bit. Okay, with that out of the way, though, I got the plug out of the show. Let's see, I got the plug for the shirts out of the way. And, and there's going to be more stuff besides just the Paramaniac shirts. I'm, I'm sure it'll be on more things. But for right now, I wanted to get it out for just the shirts. And I'll get more stuff out as well. Uh, but I wanted to say that tonight is an all-caller edition. I do have a couple of stories that I can read if, you know, if I need to. But my hope is that this is an all-caller edition. 818... You guys hear that voice? Hello? That was really weird. That was really weird. It sounded like someone was like right there, but there's nobody there, thankfully. Anyway, uh, and if it is, if they are there, the door's locked. Let me make sure the door's locked. One second. Hold on. All right. We are good. Door's locked. Whoever that was, that was really loud for a second. Uh, oh, new to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're watching us on Twitch. Um, Maury F and Jade. Uh, I'm so glad you're watching on Twitch. Uh, Dawn, I'm so glad you're on Twitch as well. There's so much cool stuff. There's Trish's on Twitch. Everybody's on Twitch. I'm loving this. This is how it should be. Maury and Jade. I love it. Um, let's see. Angie. Well, I don't know what Angie's saying. Oh, 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 there we go. It's between you and... Yeah, you and James Polk. Discuss. Have fun. Enjoy in the chat room. That's the fun part about this is that there's a shit ton of stuff going on in the chat room and I only catch about this much of it. But, anyhow, the show's going... Stitch is going. Let's get this party started. I'll do one story first, and then hopefully we'll get a caller, because like I said, I was hoping that this would be an all-caller edition. Now, the first story in Paranormal News was actually sent to me by my brother and technically my nephew. So this is a family edition of Paranormal News, and I love it. A UFO spotted in the Congo jungle turns out to be an internet balloon. That's right, an unidentified flying object parachuted into the dense Congo jungle to the confusion of local authorities. There's your first tip that it's not really a UFO, because real UFOs, as far as I know, 
don't have parachutes. So, you know, that's tip one for it's not really a UFO. Now, there were images that were shared on social media that showed people inspecting a large, silver-colored contraption fitted with solar panels and wires, which landed in the tropical forest of Bazul, sure, why not, province in the Northern Democratic Republic of Congo, trailing a large deflated balloon. Now, unfortunately, there were no photos of it, but just from the description, you see a large balloon, you see solar panels, you know, I'm not thinking UFO, I'm definitely not thinking alien. But then again, I don't live in the Congo jungle. So maybe that's what the UFOs do look like in the Congo jungle. And I'm just being, not racist, uh, xenophobic against Congo jungle UFOs. It could be just the voices in my head, Lauren. That is a very good possibility. But it didn't sound like the voices in my head. That's what made me go, well, that's not the voices in my head. There's a voice over there. I don't know. It's just, you know... People are just, you know, clamoring to get on the show now that they, apparently they think I want, like, real guests. Uh, hey, Kara's here as well. Hey, howdy, hi. Maybe it was a paranormal parachute. Unless that paranormal parachute had Bigfoot in a Hawaiian shirt pattern on it, I'm going to say no, it was not a paranormal parachute. There we go. Caller, you are on the air. Hi, Kurt. It's Trish from the Detroit area. Hey, Trish from the Detroit area. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Tomorrow, I think it's tomorrow. If no, oh, no, tomorrow's Sunday. Monday, I'm getting a shipment of Better Made Barbecue Potato Chips, so I'm going to be even better very soon. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but are you getting any Fago Pop? No, no. No Fago Pop, no well. Saunders Hot Fudge, no Bumpy Cake, but, you know, small steps. I got, I got some Better Made Barbecue. Yeah, well, at least you got something coming. <laughs> um... So I was thinking when you mentioned about hearing hearing the voice, it reminded me of something that happened at my house. Oh really? Um so well my my partner and I bought this house about three years ago and shortly after we moved in uh maybe less than six months after we moved in, I was sitting in the living room and I saw somebody coming down the hallway and it looked like a lady in like a 70s nightgown that's and that's oddly scary had, it shouldn't be scary but that's oddly scary yeah it's just like like she was in the wrong time um but it was it was weird and she just like slowly vanished. I was like, okay. And it was yellow. It was a yellow nightgown. But she had the the um, the hair and it was just the hair and the dress or dress. Wait, nightgown. what what time yeah. of the night was it? Oh this was this was pretty late at night. Let's see all right uh, that's that's that that's oddly spooky as well. The fact that it wasn't like you know it's like eight o'clock at night, so we're late at night. Seventies outfit, seventies nightgown. Yeah, no, that's creepy. Yeah, and it was like I said, it was yellow and she was blonde. So, but anyway, so I told my partner about this, and he was like, "Okay, sure, whatever." Um, but he he didn't. He's like, okay, yeah, let me know if you see her again. 
know, what else did you find out about it? It's like, I, I don't know, nothing. And I, no one died at the house. And I don't know if any of the other owners had passed. The ones we bought it from are still, still around, but the ones before them, I don't know. Now, the ones that, that you bought it from, any idea what she would have looked like in the 70s? Uh, they weren't here in the 70s. Oh, so it would be the person, it, the people before been, them. Yeah. Ooh. And I know it was supposed to be an older pair of ladies. Oh, so that, that kind of matches. Yeah. So it kind of made me wonder. Now, I, at the time... Did, she in, did it interact with you at all, or did it just walk? It just walked down the hallway. All right, so it was a residual haunting... Um, you know, probably just yeah. going about its own business in the middle of the night kind of a thing. Yeah. Hi, Stitch. Um, <laughs> and then... And then my, my partner was working midnight. So, in the evening, he'd go to work and come home in the morning, and then we'd switch out. So, basically, we weren't in bed at the same time. So you were wait you I thought okay. I thought I thought your partner was with you when it happened or like just maybe asleep or something. So you were alone when this happened. Oh yeah, I was alone in the house. <laughs> uh, oh, that's yeah, a good question. Oh yet. wait, Don has a great question. Paramaniac Don has a great question. She said, "Was was she, you know, clear like seeing a real person or shadowy or did you see through her?" That's a great question. Did it look like it was just a normal woman walking down your hallway? She was transparent. All right, yeah. Just transparent and then just moved to, to absolutely nothing as she came down the hallway towards me. So weird. But when but my, my partner was home for a few days, which was unusual. Uh, he had a couple of days off. So he was actually home, and we were sleeping in the bed at the same time. And he asked me one morning, he goes, so, do you usually sleep on my side of the bed? I said, no, why? He's like, well, when you got up last night, and you came back to bed, and you came in and you said, you're in my spot. Whoa! Oh. And I'm like, I didn't get up last night. <laughs> he goes, uh, some lady told me I was in her spot last night. Um, maybe it's that woman you saw. Oh wow! Wait, did you do you think that while you're sleeping alone, that she just gets into bed in your partner's spot while, and sleeps in his spot? Possibly. <laughs> oh, that's I, creepy. I don't, uh, yeah, but I mean, he's got a different schedule now, so that's that's not the same now. But I just thought that was so weird that I had seen a lady and then a couple of weeks later. No, it was I, me saying that I was in a spot in the middle of the night. And just, yeah, no. I don't know. Well, I guess I do. I was going to say, I don't know what's creepier, but I do know what's creepier. Having a ghost say, like, hey, you're in my spot, that's creepier. Like, yeah. that's just insanely creepier. That's almost worse than, like, you know, the ghosts that, like, touch your feet while you're asleep or, like, pull blankets off you while you sleep. The ones that are telling you to kind of, like, scooch over, that's creepy. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, you know, maybe he wants some action here. Maybe I'm in the way. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. I, 
too comfortable with that. Well, I mean, I think I talked about this on an old episode. Dan Aykroyd had an experience very similar to that where he had a ghost get in bed with him and spoon him. And he was like, well, I guess this is happening. So, I mean, it's it, it's something that happens. It's not, nothing I want yeah, to happen. Yeah. I, I don't know which would be worse if you're the little spoon or the big spoon for that. But still, I don't want to be either spoon. Right. Oh. Right. Yeah. Wow, yeah, no, that's creepy. That is seriously creepy. Yeah. Now we've only got to worry about the dog telling him that he's in the spot. <laughs> You're in my spot. Oh. Yeah. Wait, I, so I, I didn't even ask. That's the dumb thing. I should have asked. Did he move? Did he go like, oops, sorry, and like scooch over? Or did he just like ignore? No, he just rolled over and like went right back to sleep. And then thought about it later. It was like, wait a second. <laughs> so even though he thought in his own like sleepy mind that it was you saying, you know, he was in your spot, he really didn't move that much. No. <laughs> no, because he's a per- he's usually a really deep sleeper. It takes a lot to wake him up. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now that's creepy. See. This is this is like this is why I like doing these live call-in shows because of weird, creepy ghosts saying, "Please move over, you're in my spot." Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you know the question I'm going to ask you next. Any other new paranormal experiences to tell us about as well? Uh, not any new ones. No. Okay. Nope. That's fine. That's fine. You know, like I say, you know, I always want to ask that just in case, but. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, this is a good kickoff to tonight's show. I want to almost do, like, it would be tough, but I, w- I would really like to do, all right, from this point forward, I only want to hear about creepy ghosts. If you got a creepy ghost story. But I don't want to, like, limit the calls, but boy, did I kind of want to, because I would love that. Well, thank well, you. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So, do you want another creepy ghost story? Yeah. That one from my dad. Sure, yes, yeah, definitely. Okay, so my mom was the second of four children, and her older brother was in the Navy, I think. Okay. His name was Jerry. So he was he was in the military, and every time my mom brought home a guy, Jerry already knew him. So my mom was desperate to find somebody that he didn't know. Oh, because he just kind of knew everybody? He was one of those kind of people? Yeah. Ah, yes, yeah. Well, okay. So, but he was always protecting her. And she had gotten married and gotten divorced. And my, my dad and her were engaged, I believe, when, uh, when Jerry passed away. Uh, he had some something with his head um, swelling in the brain. Oh, no. Yeah, he got bit by a mosquito and his brain swelled. And what? Horrible. That's a thing? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, nope, don't like that. So, no. So anyway, fast forward a little bit. My parents are just married. They're living in a, in a trailer. And my mom has pissed off my dad to no end. And he's walked out of the bedroom because he's about to snap the shit out of her. But he's like, no, I don't do that. And he goes in the living room 
of the trailer, which is at the end of the hallway. So at one end is the living room and the other end is the bedroom. And he goes and he sits down in the recliner in the living room and he's really, really mad. And he looks up and there's Jerry standing there. And he looks at him and says, touch my sister and I'll kill you. Oh! He's like, dude, you're already dead. Um, uh. And then Jerry disappeared. He's like, okay. Right. So my wife stopped and said, mother, protecting herself. Yeah, you know what? I've been on I've been on the receiving ends of like like meeting girls' brothers, and they've done that like you know you make my sister cry and I'll kill you kind of a thing. That's scary enough. Add to the fact that it's a dead guy telling me that. Oh hell no. Yeah. Nope. And yeah, so, so my dad told me he's like, yeah. So even if I had ever thought of smacking your mom, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. Ever, ever, because Jerry would come back and kill me. Yeah, you don't need. A, I mean, obviously, like you said, there's a vengeful ghost like watching over a very protective. I shouldn't say vengeful, a very protective ghost watching over. That means you have no leeway. You know, you guys get in an argument, and he might appear and scare the shit out of you. Like there is no like, ah, oh, she, you know, she has to call him and tell him that I yelled at her before he comes by. No, fuck that. He could be there at any minute. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Josh just said, did anyone else hear that voice behind hers just now? What? Did I didn't hear a voice behind you. Did you hear a voice behind you, Trish? I did not. Ooh, ooh. We'll have to go back and play the tape after this and see if there was a little bit of a EVP on this episode. But Josh seems to think that he heard... That'd be awesome. Uh, I would actually. It would be really. It'd be very cool. I would really enjoy it. Um, but I'll be honest. I would. I would enjoy it more if I knew that the voice was coming from your end of the phone. So not mine. Because <laughs> I've already had a voice once tonight, and and no one else seemed to hear it. So I don't need another one. Oh wait, are you sending him through the phone line to me? That's exactly it. I was like, no, 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 Kurt here. Go to go through the phone. Yeah, yeah. So is this a phone transmitted? Ghost. That's that's how I like to do it. Yeah. That's, that's the real reason I do okay. these, because I have a bunch of ghosts in my house that I'm trying to get rid of, so I just send them to you guys for everybody that calls. Every, every caller gets a free ghost. You know, the the, the, the merchandise yeah. costs you money, but free ghosts, or but ghosts, they're free. <laughs> oh my god, Trish, I love this. This is such a fun start to the episode. I'm like, like I said, what are we, 20 minutes in, 25 minutes in, and I'm having a blast right now. Thank you so much for calling, as awesome. always. Um enjoy your Fago and Saunders and everything else that you can get that I can't get, but, uh, and, and your ghost and your new ghost that I sent you. So enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again so much. Bye, -bye. Bye now. See, that's how it's done. That's how you get a show started. Like about, yeah, yeah, you're right, Josh. It was about 26 minutes. In, well, on the, on my recording, it'll be about 23, 24 minutes in. On the, on the show that the uh, stream that will be on Facebook and Twitch, it'll be about 26 minutes in, maybe 25, 40. Um, 
I'm very eager to go back and kind of listen and see what that is, though. Um, and the nice thing is that there's a timestamp, and when you hear me say on the show, read your little thing, sounded like a man was whispering behind you or whatever I said um, when I said the same thing. Oh, when I said, did anyone else hear that voice behind hers just now? That's when you know it was before that, and rewind a couple of seconds and see if you can hear a voice. And Josh says that it sounded like a man whispering. Uh, Rodney said, now nah, I'm playing with my new snake. I hope that's not a euphemism. Um, wow, I like this. If there's an EVP on this episode, even better. There's already been a couple of EVPs uh, found on Paranormal Almanac episodes, so I would love it if there's a third one as well. Uh, yes, good job, Trish, indeed. That was a freaking awesome call. I loved it. We got another call. Caller, you are on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? this? Angie. Hey, Angie, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Good. Um, so, I just wanted to call. I had um, commented, I think it was on something Josh posted a while back with a story. I guess it's, it's not, like, just creepy, but, you know, it's a little bit more lighthearted. I'm trying to be that way lately. I like that. Um, hey, you know what? That's what everybody needs. Everybody needs a little lighthearted. That's the other reason I do these shows is because everybody needs a little break. We're all, you know, this we're very taut right now. So let's let's enjoy the lightheartedness. I like this. Yeah, exactly. And I live in Wisconsin, right by Kenosha, and oh, oh no, inside, obviously. yeah, like it's a fucking mess, obviously. Oh. So it's just been. It's just insane. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. So, yeah, along with just life in general, just trying to stay positive. Um, and like I said, this story, I mean, it's its sad, but it's not like horrifying or whatever. Um, but this was one of my first, probably most extreme experiences that I had I as, as a kid. And growing up in my mom's house, um, I always, always had stuff going on. I would hear um, my name called constantly, random voices, kind of like muffled conversations. I would see things move. It wasn't just me. I'd have my friends over for sleepovers, and, um, you know, objects would move. Um, like one night, there was a soup can on the floor, and we were hanging out in the kitchen, and it rolled. And we were like, okay, well, not too weird. And no, no, like, that's well, still a little weird. A soup can rolling, like... Yeah, but we're like, maybe it'll roll back the other way. Sure, and sure, we're, sure. We're like, roll, and we said all along, we're like, roll it back the other way. So I just it up and rolled back the other way. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Um, and weird stuff, my, my sister and I, when we shared a room, we would hear voices, our radio would stop, you know, this was in the early 90s, radio on all night. It would be like the radio would cut out and all of a sudden, we would just hear, like, talking come through. Wait. And I was very young. Wait. And she told me... Hold on. Like, when you say talking come through, do you mean not, like, you know, DJ talking, but, like, someone having a conversation? No. Was it one person having a conversation? Yes. Two people? It would sound like kind of, kind of like two people, very muffled and not clear. And it was almost like... It sounded like somebody turned the radio off. Ooh. No static or nothing. And then you would just hear something, and it would stop. And the radio will go back on. Um, Walkie-talkies in the house without batteries in them, all of a sudden just going. Really? 
Yeah, weird weird stuff. Kids' toys. My mom are in daycare, so there's always toys. And we all know that they kind of get, like, you know, weird with electrical signals. But yep. things that are off or hasn't worked in, like, five years, all of a sudden just going, like, meh. You know, weird. Just, like, why the hell now type of thing. You know, weird weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, God, um, yeah. So, like, and, and other things. So I just always kind of had those experiences. Um and my mother always discounted them. She still does. Um, and some of my other family members do as well. Wait, um, wait, what did she think that the... Wh- how did she think these things were doing it? Like, I get that some people are in deep denial, but what did she think was causing that? She never had a legitimate answer. She would joke about it, and she, she, she like... It was like, it was denial, but she named the, she named the ghost Yehudi. Wait, what did she name it? And, and, <laughs> sorry. It's by Yehudi. Yehudi? Yeah. I, 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 I like that name. I like it. Oh, I'm laughing so hard because I never talk about this shit. Um, but no, she would just always say, you guys are just, you know, like, whatever. And she would totally blow us up. And so she would just joke about it. But it would just continue to happen, and I don't know if, if she, A, was in denial, and B, was always one of those people who's very closed off. Sure. Which is a very, very Catholic woman. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Oh, I'm sure but, it does. I'm going to guess and, right now, yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. Um, and, and she just, you know, discounted it. And my dad, even though he didn't live here at the time, you know, he would always tell me, I believe that you believe that happened, I believe you, but he never quite could get into that. But my brothers and my sister, they all know damn well. Um, like, my brothers were, I'm the youngest of four, and my brothers would... Okay, would so that was what I was going to ask. Was it only you like that... That. It, that was exactly what I was going to ask. Was it only you that experienced it, or did anybody else in the family experience it? So it yep. sounded like everybody did. Yes, they did, but not on the same level as I did in any way. Um, my brothers would play with Ouija boards, and when I was really young, I think that was when the the worst of it started. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, at least with me, where things got more intense, and they did as I grew older. I, I moved out when I was pretty young and came back you know, on and off, um, and as I got older and as my life got more chaotic, the the activity in the house would continue to increase and become more chaotic and, for lack of a better word, malevolent um, and, and creepy. Um, but always at points in time, I had witnesses. So you know, sometimes I'd just be stuck wondering, like, is this just me, like, in my issues in my life? Then all of a sudden, I'd have a friend over, and they'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I heard somebody walking around in the kitchen for sure, like, that was not a house, you know, creaking, like, I heard something walking around, or you could hear, like, a knife, a butter knife flying off the counter, walking into the kitchen and playing on the floor. Holy crap, really? So knives are, like, I mean, it's still, it's a butter knife, but still, it's still a knife, uh, but knives are falling as well? Yeah, yeah, there's all sorts of extremely strange energy phenomenons. Now, Um, did you ever see it, or is the only things would, you know, 
would it only interact with things, or did you ever see it? As a child, I did not see anything when I was awake. I oh. have always, I always had um, what started as, my, as nightmares at a very young age, um, with things that I don't know as as young of an age as I was at how my brain could have produced these situations and images that were happening that I didn't understand. Um, even to the point where my oldest brother is, um, he was very mentally ill and in lots of trouble on and off in his later teenage years. And I would have dreams about him, like if he was getting in trouble or he went to jail that night. And, and I mean, I was only like 10, 11, 12, waking up in the morning and I, you know, asked my mom, um, have you heard from him? And she'd say no. And I'm like, well, he's in jail. Oh wow! So you had a you, know, you had some kind of psychic connection with them then. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely Ooh. believe that. Um, oh, oh, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, so I, it's not like I'm a, I'm a stranger to anything. But one of my most intense experiences that I kind of started out with was Josh. I posted a few weeks ago about a, a haunted road. Yeah, yeah. And um, I commented on it. And it reminded me of a story that happened. I was, I think I was just eight, about 18 at the time. And in the city that I live in here, um, there was a horrible, tragic accident with two young men who had been drinking at a party and went around a curve on a viaduct at about probably 80 or 90 miles an hour. They figured it was a 25-mile-an-hour road. Oh, jeez. And, yeah, hit, crashed, burned, could not get out of the car. Oh, that's terrible. Um, yeah, it was, it was really bad. And on the road where they had been, um, there was a huge burn mark on the ground, which for some reason only God knows why the city never tried to cover it up right away or anything, so people had to drive over this burn mark on the road. Um, and it was uh, maybe not even a week after that incident. I was driving in my car. My boyfriend at the time was in the car with me. And as we were approaching that spot, there was a misty, shadowy, black mass. Oh, wow. In the air. And I, I almost swerved because it was, it just was there, you know, it was very dominant. And I almost swerved, but I was like, no, 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 because you're going to hit something. Uh, there's nowhere to swerve to. And so I just kept going. And it essentially moved in through my windshield on my side and, and disappeared into the car and as it did so it made a it wasn't really a scream it was more of like a sigh holy crap sound and like disappeared into the car appearingly like into me it seemed um, and you know I, that, I had started to break I didn't want to get into an accident but I was so like what the hell just happened? Kept going, look over at him, and I was like, "Did you just see that he was?" And he was just white. He was white, and he was like, "What the fuck was that?" And oh, I, like, I don't know. So someone and else saw it. It wasn't just you. No, yeah, no. He he saw it. Holy he, he crap! Saw it, he heard it. 
All right, so it's not like the typical, like, I'm driving and I saw something on the side of the road, and when I looked in the rearview mirror, it was gone. This thing went into the car. Yes. Holy Like, I drove crap. into it, it disappeared, like, into and he saw it, and like we went back to like where we were staying at night. I don't think we hardly said a word to each other the rest of the night because we were just like, ugh, ugh. you know, like how do you how do you really process that? Yeah, I was gonna say, but, you know, who's got that explanation? I don't. I don't. I mean, what the hell? And and to be honest, though, I like I said, it did not scare me. I what I honestly felt like, and I don't know if it makes sense. What I felt like was one of those two, I mean, I'll call them boys, um, maybe I was a vessel for them to leave this earth, or we were, or the car was, or something. Well, because it sounded more like a sigh of relief. It does like sound it like you have a connection to the other side, and sometimes that's all, I mean, obviously I'm not an expert, nobody is, but it. there's been a right, lot of people right. that say that that, that ghosts are attracted to people that have a connection to the other side, or or I shouldn't say ghosts, but but uh, spirits have a connection to people that have a connection to the other side because it helps them get to the other side. So you're right, you might have been a conduit for them. I mean, I like that was I guess that was, that was the feeling that I had because it just it sounded like a sigh of relief to me, not like a scream of pain or of one that was like trying to scare me. It was just like a okay, I'm leaving now. I kind of like that idea i really do i kind of like that that's the experience that you had it wasn't terrifying it wasn't a possession it wasn't anything that made you you know swerve the car or crash the car thankfully um but it does sound like it connected with you somehow so that's really interesting it was <laughs> it, it was it was intense but yeah it was it was just one of those things that i will definitely never forget and, I mean, I haven't talked to him. He's, I, we're friends on Facebook, but I'm sure if I asked him, he would probably remember it. <laughs> oh, I bet. I mean, you know, who's going to forget that experience? He's going to be like, wait, which time? You know, obviously it's going to be, oh, yeah, of course I remember that. Oh, that's awesome, Angie. Holy crap. Yeah, so that's my story. But my, one of my more light parts. Lighthearted story. I love it. No, you were you had me. I'll be honest. You had me a little worried when you were said, "Oh, it's got a sad ending." And I was like, "Oh God, I can't handle a sad ending." I think it had like a really beautifully sad ending, like the beautiful, like you know, emphasis right. on the beautiful side of things. Yeah, I mean, it was a tragic accident, but like, I guess it made me feel as though that at least one or both, maybe the other one had already left, but that both of them sure. eventually found their, their peace. Yeah, no, I like that. I really like that idea. And and again, I like the fact that it was kind of a positive experience for you or not at least not a negative experience for you. And right. you're right. If if look, if that's what it was, if you helped something cross to the other side, that's awesome. That is just a cool fun experience to have for anybody. And 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 you know, that's got to touch you. <laughs> that was that's one of the one of the better ones in my life. So oh, I love I, that. That I, that I don't mind. Yeah. Well, uh, again. I, I do like that. Oh, I loved it. Are you kidding? I love that. I mean, look. Everybody wants to know that there's something on the other side, and in my opinion, and just my opinion, again, there's no fucking experts on this, but in my opinion only, I honestly think that these kind of stories help. I, I know it helps me. No, that there's something yeah. on the other side. There's something more t than this. 
And and you know, I, I, I find comfort in that. I think it's cool. I do as well. I do as well. Well, thank you so much for calling. Uh, awesome, awesome story yet again. A anytime, please, you know, call call anytime. I loved it. Thank you so much. Oh, good. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here tonight. Ah, are you kidding? This. Thank you for being here tonight. Because if, if you weren't here, people would just have to listen to me ramble all night. And nobody wants that. Thank you so much. I can't oh, wait we, to we talk to you. It. Oh, no, I love that too. Uh, thank you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Okay, bye. Bye. Ah, she's the sweetest. How nice is Angie? And again, she's right. It was sad, but it was beautifully sad. I, I find comfort in those stories. I really do. Uh, there was a story today that I was gonna add, I was gonna save for the next week's episode, but it's like a two second story. So I'll just tell it now until Veronica calls. I'll pad until Veronica calls. Stitch, it's not time for your break yet. You gotta wait. Wherever you are. Oh, you're right there. Hold on, pal. It's not time. You got 20 more minutes. Um, there's a woman that passed away. The woman that got in an accident. Uh, they rushed her to the hospital. They put her in a medically induced coma. When she woke up from the medically induced coma, she still had the thing in her mouth. She couldn't talk, so she was motioning like she wanted to write something. She wrote this really distorted message, and on this piece of paper, it was kind of blurry. Obviously, she wasn't looking where she was writing. Um, when she finally got off of everything and, uh, and intubated and everything, all that fun stuff, unintubated, I don't know what it's called. I'm not a doctor. Surprisingly, not a doctor. Uh, but when they took the tube out of her mouth, that gross thing, uh, and she could talk again, they said, hey, what did you write? What did this mean? And she wrote, it's real. Really blurry, because she kept writing it over and over again. But she wrote, it's real. And her husband's like, what? What's real? And she's like, heaven, the afterlife, you know, there's, there is an afterlife. Everything you think of is real. And I love those stories. Can't prove any of them, but I absolutely love. Extubated? Really? Is it extubated? I guess that makes sense. It's intubated. It's not outubated. Seems like it should be outubated. If you're intubated and they pull it out, it should be outubated. But I'll believe you. Extubated. Paramaniac Dawn says extubated. So I'm going to go with that. When she was extubated, I'll cut into this. I'll like cut all that crap out so I sound, you know, intelligent. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. When they were extubating her, she said, oh, and she could talk again. She said, oh, it's real. The afterlife, heaven, it's all real. So, uh, see, Dawn works in a hospital. Caller. Whoops. Caller, you are on the air. Hi, it's Veronica. Yay! I wish I had... This is where I need, like, an applause button where I could be like, yay! Hey, how are you? I don't you? deserve it. No, you. no. You uh, do deserve it. Uh, well, unlike the unlike the uh, last story, my story, uh, two stories that might be connected, um, but they both involve pet deaths, so they're actually sad. Like, sad, sad, regular sad. What? Um, Wait, hold on. But, hold on. You can't do pet death to me. I mean, you can, but if you're trying to make me cry, that's the way to make me cry. I'm telling you right now. I, mean, I know. It's the only... I I mean, it's not that I don't care when human people die, but, like, you know, when it's animals, it's different, and I don't like it either, but I won't try to make it sad. I will try to just tell the facts, and I will try to be monotone and emotionless and, uh, you know... 
<laughs> I'll try to be emotionless. Oh, well, if you're emotionless, then if you sound just like like flat, like a robot, like data, like data from Star Trek, well, then it'll be fine. You can talk about pet that's all you want. No, 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 please. I. Oh, Alexandra's saying it's a terrible story. All right. Listen, she's the one that told me to call with She it, did. So this, Alexandra, this is your up. fault. If if Veronica oh, makes wow. me cry, this is going to be your fault, Alexandra. Okay. So the first story, uh, is there, okay, so the block where I live, down the street about, I don't know, two, three blocks from where I live, same street, a guy right before Christmas, this past Christmas, um, he locked his girlfriend's three dogs up in their kennels, burned down the house, went to the garage and killed himself. Of dogs died. So that's the sad thing. Moving on. Um, I don't, I obviously the guy was an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was that. just flipping, so everybody that just saw me flip off, I was not flipping off Veronica. I'm flipping off the guy that did that. Veronica's amazing and I love yeah. her. The guy that did that, piece of shit, obviously, needs to die. Yes. Piece of shit, like scum of the earth. Um, I have no pity on him and I don't care if that makes me sound like a bad person. Um, no, I agree. So. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, and I don't know why because this is not the kind of person I am, I've been obsessed with that house. It's like the shell of the house, though, because it was all burned down. The garage where he killed himself is detached, so the garage is still there. Um, and I don't know why, but, like, when I drive home, because it's right down the street from me, I always find ways to pass it and, like, look at it. Really? Um, like, this morbid fascination yeah i don't know why i have no idea why it's not like you know i grew up in a really bad neighborhood crimes happened all the time murders suicides i never cared like i cared but you know i don't want to sound like a sociopath but like i never was like fascinated with it and like had to see what was going on but for some reason i have been with this house and um this is gonna make me sound like a piece of shit but there was police tape on the house on the, the fence there's it's the entire thing is fenced with like a chain link fence front and backyard. And there's police line on it. And I was like, I want a piece of that police line. And again, I don't know why. It's a sick, disgusting thing, but I really wanted to do it. So the way that it works, you know, it's got like, there's like an alley in back of the house where the garage is. Like you drive down the alley, you go into the house or go into the garage. But there's the front of the house, which is the front of the house. So I wanted to like do a drive around right around dusk last week, one of the days, uh, Tuesday last week. And I was like, I'm going to drive around, make sure nobody's around thinking I'm a creep. <laughs> and then my second drive around, I'm going to reach out there because I am a creep. I just don't want anyone to know that. And so I was like, on my second drive around, I'm going to reach out because I can reach from my window, window of my car driving. I can reach out and I can touch the fence so I could grab the police. I wouldn't even have to get out of my car. So I was like, this is going to be so easy. I'm just going to do this. So it was, um, I think I said it was dusk, so it was dark, but it wasn't like pitch black outside. It was still light enough to kind of see what was going on. Drove around the front of the house and then through the alley once no one was around. I was like, great, I'm going to go around again and get that tape. So I drove around the second time, and right as I got to that house, and I was driving really slowly, what looked like a dog uh, darted right in front of the car from the uh, one side of the alley to the other like towards the house Whoa. that was burnt down and I like I and I was like oh a dog and I you know slammed on my brakes and freaked out so I was like oh, I almost hit a dog and 
I was like, oh, I'm glad it got away because I didn't see it. And I was like, okay, it ran into the, the yard of that house. It's gone. I'm good. So then I like started to drive again. I was like, hold on, there's a fence all around that house. <laughs> How did that dog get through that fence? Yeah. Um, like it wouldn't have been possible. And it didn't like it wasn't like distinctly a dog. It was like dog sized and black and fast. Like I I don't know. You see dogs run. Like it just looked like a like, that was the thought that came in my head. So I was like, all right, I'm probably just imagining things, or it was a very big raccoon or something and I'm sure. gonna drive around again. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get it this time around. So I drove around for the third time. And when I drove around for the third time it happened again except that time the black mass that moved was human sized. So oh. I, left. I went home. I was like, fuck this, not grabbing that police tape and I went home. <laughs> so have not been by the house since. Wait, what do you mean it was human sized? Like do you mean it was like like Standing up person it didn't look size? like a human. Okay, so I've seen a shadow person one time ever. It was definitely a shadow person. It was very fast, and I knew what it was. This didn't look like that because it didn't look like a shadow person, but it was black. It was like, I don't know, I guess an oval or like a cylinder shape kind of thing. And it was very fast. It was like it like moved in front of my car the way that the dog-sized one had done. And... Again, there's no reason for me to know it was a human. I just, in my mind, like, that's what I associated it with. Maybe that's just, like, my brain trying to make sense of it or whatever. Sure. But, like, the first shadow was, like, dog. And then the second shadow was, like, human, getting out of here. And then I did. So. Holy crap. I don't know. Ghost dog, then a yeah. ghost human in the same spot. Right. Exactly the same spot. Exactly the same type of motion. It was just two different, like, shapes and sizes. And I was, like, fuck this. So. So that's that story, which was sad. So, you know, not too bad, though, because there was a scary ending. But there's a second story, and I did not connect it with that story until my our other sister, my younger sister, when I told her the story, she connected these two stories together. So the second story is um, a premonition story. I that I don't have dreams. I have four kids. The youngest one is still a baby. I don't sleep soundly enough to have dreams. I just, I don't dream. Not a dreaming person. Um, but two nights after, or I think the night, well, it was two nights after that it happened with that shadow thing, I had a dream. And it was a nightmare. Um, Alexandra and I uh, adopted 10 hamsters from this weird situation. Um, and Alexandra's in the process of moving, my sister. So she was like, let's keep all the hamsters at your house in your basement for now, and then when I move, we'll, uh, we'll get a bunch of, I'll take the hamsters back, whatever. So the way hamsters are most of the time is they have to be in separate cages. So we have 10 separate hamster cages in my basement. Each of them had their own hamster in them, um, and, which is a lot of hamsters. I already know. So <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. Um, so... I have a lot, I, I work, my sister and I, we both do animal rescue stuff. So like I'm used to having lots of animals in my house. I have two dogs, I have four cats, um, I have a lizard. So Holy you know, crap. Probably can't, it wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Like I was, it's, I'm used to having lots of animals. So it's not like a weird thing that I had them. I, do, I feel like I need to explain this part. I know I don't, and it has nothing to do with the story, but like I'm like, I'm not a freak or like a cat recorder. <laughs> it just have a lot of animals because i'm a good person hey i was gonna say um, you know what that makes you an amazing person as far as i care so yes 
Thank you. I agree, but I also do feel like I'm a little bit crazy. But anyway, moving on. Nah. (laughs) Um, So we've had them in the house for a couple months now. It's been fine. I'm not a hamster person, um, but obviously I love animals, so I've been going down there every day and giving them food and water, and my kids have been going with me and, like, learning how to take care of them, and it's been great for a couple months now. So um, that night after I saw those, like, shadow things, I had a nightmare that night. Oh, no, what else? if you don't mind me asking. So, no, that's that's what the second story is. Oh, oh, oh excellent. Um, oh, I awesome. Had, See, I kind of led you right into that. I didn't even know I was doing that. I love that. It's okay. I'm bad at storytelling. No, so you're great. I, you're doing fantastic. So the dream was that all of the hamsters died. And, like, suddenly, like, I don't know. They were just, we went, my sister and I went down there, and all the hamsters were dead. And also there was, like, a snake downstairs swimming around in dark water. And there was, like, an alligator. It was, like, this really weird, yeah. like, yeah, like, bad pizza dream. And I, but it freaked me out because dead animals also always freak me out, obviously. Um, yep. So I did not want to go downstairs and check on them. Um, I was like, I'm going to have my husband check on them. It's fine. And that day I was too scared to mention the nightmare because it had scared me so much. Excuse me, not so much. Excuse me. Um, too scared to mention it. Uh, so I didn't go down there to take care of the hamsters that one day, but they had plenty of food and water. They were fine. Sure. And I was like, I'm going to get them in the morning. I'm just too freaked out to go down there. And I didn't want to tell my husband I had a nightmare, so I'm too scared to go down there. Um, so that night, I had the exact same nightmare again. And I've never had the same dream twice. Oh, no. I don't usually have dreams in general. And it was the exact same dream. All the hamsters were dead. Oh, no. So I woke no. up. And I was, like, freaking out when I woke up. And my <laughs> daughter, my oldest daughter, <laughs> excuse me, who was nine years old, was sitting on the bed when I woke up. And the way my daughter is, she's very, like, <laughs> reclusive. Like, she has her pattern. She gets up in the morning. She has her breakfast. She watches her show. She drinks her tea. She does her thing. She reads her books. Like, that's, she doesn't like come in the bed and wake up mom in the morning like that's not sure. how she is. yeah yeah but she was sitting on the bed and i was like you okay and she had this weird look on her face and she said i feel okay and i was like well what's the matter and she said i had a terrible nightmare last night oh and i said what was your nightmare and she said i had a nightmare that all of the hamsters died mm. and she said and there was a snake down there and there was an alligator what down the there. what yeah, and I was like, um, okay, so we need to check on the hamsters. So I still was too scared. So I told my husband, I'm like, hey, um, can you go downstairs and just make sure all the hamsters are good? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And he was downstairs for a long time. So I figured he was down there giving them food and water and stuff we do every day. And he came back upstairs and he had a bag in his hand. Oh, and I was no. like, what's in the bag? And he said, this bag is full of dead hamsters. And um, I cried a lot. Sure. And I freaked out a lot. Sure. And I felt like a terrible person. But I, it's, I've never had a premonition. I've never had, like, the same dream as somebody else at the same time. I didn't tell anybody about my dream. Um, well, the fact so that I, you and I your daughter had there. the same dream, like, 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 like uh, you know, it's, uh, who was it that said she 
Yeah, like Lauren said, shared collective unconscious. Yeah, I mean, that really is exactly what happened. Like, what the it's crap? It's never happened before. It's so weird. Well, here's the weirdest part. So my husband yeah. came up, he explained that they were dead, and I was, I was crying, and I was upset. And he said, I think the kids went down there, were, were playing with them, and, and maybe tired them out or something. I was like, no, the kids didn't go down there yesterday. Because uh, I, I think I think one of them is sick or something. For some reason, I didn't have the kids go downstairs that day. I didn't have anyone to go down there because I was too scared. And um, he was like, no, somebody must have been down there. He's like, because I was down there the day before and everybody was in their own cages. But when I just went down there, two of them were in the wrong cage. They were in the other hamster's cages with them. Whoa, and their what? cages were locked. He's, yeah. So, like, I've had our hamsters have escaped sometimes. Like, they're very crafty. Oh, God, yeah. They yeah, yeah, yeah. their cages sometimes. But they were, two of them were not only not in their cage, and in other cages, but their cages were closed and locked back up. What the hell? That's creepy crazy. Yeah, so when I told my younger sister that story about the, like, because she had known about the hamsters dying in the weird dream, she already thought that was weird enough, my younger sister. But when I told her the story, like, at a separate time about driving past the house of the guy that killed his dog she was like oh that's what happened to the hamsters like that guy probably got pissed off that you're working around his house and he came home and he killed all your animals in the basement so <laughs> i don't know that oh that's true. jesus i didn't even i didn't even th i wasn't even thinking that but that I makes so together. much sense I did not put, yeah i didn't make, i didn't put it together now all my upstairs animals are fine like all my cats are good my dogs are good my lizard is good everybody's fine um, we looked to see if there was, like, a gas leak. My husband was putting that, like, liquid stuff oh. on the pipes to see if there was, like, a gas leak or something. That That's smart. Them. That's way but smart. there was nothing. There was no CO2 leak. There was there was no reason for them to be dead. Their water was still full. They still had food in their cages from the day before. We'd given them, like, fresh fruit and vegetables and stuff. Like, they were fine. They had plenty of stuff. Um, but they were all dead. There was, like, no reason for it. Oh, one of them is alive. <laughs> one of them did live. So they're happy. There's one, there's one there's lone like hamster this. left? Yeah, and that's the weird thing is it could, it, that's what makes me think it wasn't something, like it wasn't the food wasn't poisoned or something, like a recall situation. No, not at or, all. I mean, look, it doesn't sound like anything that you could have thing. done. It sounds like something <laughs> extraneous happened to them, and I didn't even think about it, right. but you're so fucking right that that I fucking didn't think about evil it either. My ghost younger dick. sister said it. Holy yeah. shit, it totally and is. The, the, the thing that really, like, sealed that for me was when she she was like, well, remember, he locked his dogs in their cages. Oh, what a shithead. Even as a ghost, yeah. he's a dick. Oh, I hate dick yeah. ghosts. And, like, I don't, I know I have ghosts in my house. It doesn't bother me. Like, they leave me alone. They're fine. Um, there's that one time thing, something creepy happened in the basement. I've never personally had anything creepy happen to me in the basement like anything really bad so but that pissed me off more than it like creeped me out well yeah and i was like you're not allowed to touch my animals exactly like, that's yeah limit. you know what dick in real life don't have to be a dick in the afterlife fuck off already like that's not cool right he had his moment he got to do his last, last dickish thing before he died leave me alone so i haven't i don't i don't think there's anything still down there i to be honest with you have not been in my basement since um, my kids and my husband have been taking care of the hamster that slept. I don't know why, but I won't go downstairs. Um, I think I'm just scared to, like, feel something creepy down there or something. Well, yeah. But, um, I don't, I don't think, 
anything is still here. Um, so I think if that guy was here, I think he would have fucked with all the animals, and I don't think he has. So I, I don't know, and I can't say 100%. That's definitely what happened, but, like, that's the thing that but, makes sense. But it's that is a very sense. bizarre turn of circumstances. Yes, you're right. The fact that it was that, it was either that night or the night after that, yeah. that I had that nightmare. Yep. I think it was that night. I'm a 100% with when, you. Yeah. So, oh, that, that sucks. That, that fun story. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, let me just say, I, I, as the host, you did not ramble at all. You were fantastic. Okay. And, and two, you didn't make me cry, so I appreciate that. But it does suck. I feel bad for the dogs and the hamsters and, and everybody but that asshole. But, but holy shit, that's insane. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll send you the link of, from when he died, because you need to yeah. read the story. It's actually very interesting. But no, I, I actually would like to see that. Yeah. yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. so I'm glad you didn't cry. I, Thank I you. did not cry this time either. I think I got it all out the day they died. I yeah, no, I don't I don't want that. I, I, I Look, people. I cry enough in real life. I don't need to cry on this show. Uh, Snow, thank you so Thanks. much for calling. This was awesome. You did it again. You did a great job. I always never, thank never you. hesitate calling me. It's me. It's Kurt. Come on. <laughs> I love uh, talking to you. Yeah, that's very kind of you. Oh, come on. You're the best. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I can't wait to talk to you again. Hopefully the next call will have zero dead animals and zero dick ghosts. That's the plan. Let's keep our <laughs> fingers crossed. I like it. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yep. Talk to you later. Bye now. Uh, again, Veronica is the best. Uh, never, never has ever hesitate to call. All right. Don't call right now. Hold on, everybody. It is that time. Stitch is itching to go. So it is time for a Stitch pee break. Right? That's a weird fucking commercial, right? I don't remember that commercial from back in the day. Uh, but I like it because it gives me enough time to do a stitch pee break without having to, you know, run around. Yes, you're right. Aliens are way into Chevys. And what I didn't understand was they cloned the car, and it seemed to me like they cloned the people in the car. Does that mean that the clone family are just trapped forever in the little bubble in the UFO? I don't know. See, this is why you guys have to watch the show. For the podcast listeners, you're going, what the fuck are, you know... What did he do on the Stitch pee break? Did he hit his head? What the fuck is he talking about? It's just weird. Um, radical. I know. I love it. Anyhow, uh, I, I saw, or I heard, I shouldn't say I saw, I heard a caller. So caller who was trying to call during the Stitch pee break. I apologize. I had to run Stitch outside, run right back, do a small refill. Um, please call in now. Caller that was calling, trying to call in, feel free to call in now. Uh, 818-732-9399. Uh, Maria, if it was you, please definitely call in. Yeah, it's really creepy ad, right? Seriously creepy. Look, that's my goal. Every Stitch pee break, I want to do a different, bizarre commercial or short so you guys get entertained while, you know, Stitch is peeing. Reminds me of a short from on HBO from the 80s called Closet Encounters of the Nerd Kind. Well, there you go. That might, <laughs> that very well might be the next Stitch pee break, but you got to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, you're right. The clone people seemed happy to be spending the eternity in a little bubble on a freaking weird... There we are. Caller, you are on the air. Hello. Hi, is this Maria? Yes, Ha ha, <laughs> I knew it. Hi, Maria, how are you? How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Well, my whole entire family is creeped out right now. 
Uh oh, is it because uh, of me or because yeah. of that commercial? Oh, oh no, I love the commercial. I love that. <laughs> love. I was like, oh wow, that's really unique. As uh, as a performer and a director, I like that. Okay, so um, my son has moved in, and he's kind of made a room in the in the garage for himself. And um, I, he comes in the house and he goes, Mom, like what? He's like, I, you weren't joking. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, there was literally a coat, coat of darkness, even where the light was. Oh, wow. Ten feet past the house where he, where he was talking a cigarette outside, which I'm standing right now. But it's nice and clear right now. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I feel like, I felt like I was being watched. I was so, I got so scared that I, like, had to go back into the garage and close and lock everything. I'm like, okay. Which, which um, for listeners that don't know, this is a thing that Maria has told me about in the past, almost to the T. Okay, so it gets worse, because now children are involved. Yeah. Okay, so my cousin Katrina came over with her daughter, which is five years old. And Katrina slept in Serenity's room. Um, Katrina wakes up, comes to me in the morning and goes, my daughter freaked out last night. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, she woke me up and told me that there was a shadow floating above me, just staring at me. Oh, no. I'm like, okay. So, I'm like, and she's, Katrina's a little, is freaked out. And she's like, you know, I felt like there was something in the house. I'm like, yeah, you know, I started explaining everything. And, um... That night, she was out in the front smoking a cigarette in the car and taking care of a dog. And um, she said that a shadow, she saw something on the side of her eye. And she was like, okay, you know, it might have been more of a light or something. But then she said she saw the shadow and it went across and stopped in front of the um, glass where she was looking. And then it took off. So she came and freaked out about that. Um, I my my goddaughter Alexi came over because she's been helping me with when I'm working and she's been helping take care of and help with Serenity. She goes, she goes to me, Aunt Maria. She goes, I had somebody literally floating above me, and like I would open my eyes and they would like disappear, and then it kept happening. And every, she was with us for a week. She said, every night this happened. So she was freaked. She, well, she wasn't so freaked out because she's more like me. But she's like, it's really weird. Um, then last night, this morning, she was like, Mom, were you outside humming? And I'm like, what time? Because I always sing outside. He's like, about 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, no, Mom, I was in bed sleeping. He goes, I have one of the garage doors open. And he goes, on the right-hand side where the garbage is, I kept hearing somebody hum. I got so nervous, I closed the garage. So wait, like, but it's okay. not, he thought it sounded like a woman humming? Uh, yes, he did. He said, well, I there's the woman that my mother-in-law and I have both seen that is uh, like an elderly woman with long white hair um, that, like when I first moved here, I've seen gl- glimpses of her. I, um, but he said he heard humming, a female humming. So um, it could be her. Um, she's not, you know, I, I don't feel too much where she's friendly or not friendly. She's just there. Interesting. Um, but 
the shadow people, shadow things are like I'm telling everybody just tell them to go away and stop getting scared because now everybody's so like well my husband is but the young ones are kind of nervous now sure and like you're feeding into it that is true they do you know, feed on fear especially the shadow yeah. things they definitely seem to feed on fear that's true so um but my oldest is 26 and he's like mom I'm a grown ass man and this thing is scaring the shit out of me I'm like yeah, that's how I felt when I was petrified when I saw it come from the side of the house and sure. stand there and then disappear real quick. So, I, 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 I'm trying to tell him, don't talk about it, ignore it, but it's really creepy when a five-year-old, a five-year-old that knows nothing about this, wakes up her mom because there was a shadow over staying over her. Yeah. And just watching her. And she said, it just watched my mom. It just stood there and watched my mom. And it didn't move. It just like it was floating above her yeah and you're and then, right you're right and i don't like it because you know stop messing with a kid like that's not cool there and on every level that's not cool yeah so it's like now what do i do you know i've had the house blessed twice um, yeah i've saved the house i i salted the windows and everything and it's like and it keeps that's not going away but it's really weird is i'm the only one that which is more aseptic to everything. I'm the only one in the house that isn't censored in the house. I'm sensing everything outside the house. Well, that does seem to be, I mean, it, obviously you know better than I, but from, from what the stories that you've told us, it does seem to be really focused around the house. Yeah. But so, like, do you think it's moving in now? Or do you think that they let I, it in now? Or why do you think that all of a sudden they're seeing it? Inside. It's been going on little by little, but now one person talks about, like, and it's funny, is this, like, um, Katrina's daughter and Alexi were never connected to talk to one another about it until after. Sure. And they both mentioned to me at different times. So, you know, and I'm not sensing it in the house. I really don't feel, like, scared or nervous. That's good. In the house, outside the house. But everybody else... Sam seen it, my nephew Timmy, my husband Michael, Katrina, the baby, my uh, my goddaughter Alexi. Uh, there's only two people in the house that haven't seen it. And, I, and then Stephen is seeing this outside, of feeling it. It's, it gets really like the feeling of being watched is really, 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 really creepy. Oh God, and yeah. Even and like, I'm, and the fact that you can feel it and not have a source for it makes it doubly creepy. So I don't know what to do. You know. Well, I think it's you're. Funny. I think you're doing it the right way. You're telling them not to fear it. You're telling it. You're telling them to say. You know, just go the fuck away. Like you gotta be forceful yeah. with this thing because you're right. It does tend to. It sounds to me from everything that everybody's told me that it feeds on fear. The shadowy stuff does tend to feed on fear or thrive when there's fear around. Um, but I just don't understand why it's so connected to either you or your house or both. You, your family, or your house. Now, and it's really funny is, is my youngest boy, um, Joni lived here before us, which is a family member. I mean, she was very close. She wasn't blood, but she was like an aunt to them. Sure. And it's... Um, I had mentioned something about the house being, you know, the things. And he he actually yelled at me. He's like, no, Joni's here. She's watching over us. Don't, you know, don't. 
and like Angel, and he didn't want to hear anything about it. He just like tuned out everything. And I, I can understand, but I don't feel her here. Like she's gone past. She's gone to you know heaven or wherever we go. Sure. So you know, it, it, it doesn't feel like her. So it's kind of it's weird. And and now I'm having everybody like say, oh, there's more than one. Well, it. I mean, I'll be honest. I think that it sounds to me like there's more than one. I mean, it sounds like there's very specific ones, but it does sound like it's more than one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm dealing with now. Goodness. And how are you? I'm. I'm. I'm fine, thank you. I'm. I'm doing all right. You know, still, still in the quarantine, still not doing much. Um. But you know. I'm, you know, living the dream. I'm having yeah. a good time talking to all of you, and that's what I like to do, so it makes me happy. Well, if anything happens, I will let you know. Oh, thank you. Um, Hold on. I I'm not get, I'm not letting you off the hook. Said. You've said, you promised me that every time yeah. you call in, instead of me asking, have you had any other experiences, you were going to ask me a have, question. Okay, have you had any experiences? recently um i i yeah actually yeah uh th i thought i just heard somebody really literally at the beginning of this this um episode i really thought there was somebody like an inch from my window saying something to me but there was nobody out there um yeah you know it is it does seem to be an active day today or active week i'll put it that way it does seem to be an active week i've had things here or there that that i you know personal things that happened. So, yeah, it does seem like there's, you know, for whatever reason, the veil's getting thin again and, and shit's happening again. Okay. Well, we have a Halloween coming up soon. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Even though yeah. Halloween is, uh, and it sucks because it's on a Saturday, but even though Halloween this year is really not going to be that Halloween-y, it's up to you no. to be Halloween-y. I, I still think... Happen. Maybe. I'm, I'm toying with the idea. A friend of mine said, hey, why don't you do a live episode on Halloween? People can't go out. They can't do anything. Let's tell spooky yeah. stories and dress up. I'm toying with that idea. I, I agree. Yeah? I like you like that. it? I All like right. That. Maybe That's I'll do it. my anniversary, actually. Oh, really? Yes, we were married on Halloween. Aw, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I really like that. A the buddy of mine. like, we're not normal. No. So we got married on Halloween. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, my buddy Mickey, who I love dearly, he does, an, he does a podcast called Video Vampires. If you like horror movies, listen to Video Vampires. He is fantastic. My other friends do Pods and Monsters, another horror one. But Mickey that does Video Vampires, him and his wife got married on Halloween, and it was the funnest wedding I've been to in forever. I, I highly recommend it. They had, every table had, like, the centerpiece was candy, but each table had different candy, so so kids at the wedding could go trick-or-treating to every table. It was the best. Oh, Absolutely nice. love it. Oh, Ashley was nice. married on Halloween, too. I'm, I'm telling you, I freaking love the fact that I have people that I'm connected to, you and, and, and the other fans, that are married on Halloween. That's the way to do it. Live life to the I fullest. One more, one more thing to say. Yeah. The, the young lady that was talking about the... Um, uh, uh, gerbils or yeah, 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 Veronica, yeah, the hamsters, yeah. You notice she had a dream about an alligator. I saw your comment. You're right. In fact, I wanted to bring that up to you while you were on the air, and I completely forgot. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, what the when hell, she Maria? Said that, I got yeah, I as got soon as as soon as she said that, I thought the same thing. For those that don't know, Maria um, has brought it up in the past that alligators are bad. When she has the 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 
dreams about alligators, it's bad news. Now you had one of the biggest dreams about alligators just recently. So any update on that I for us, Maria? I have to deal with children and going to school. I, I don't, I don't, I really, yeah, I agree, but I, it just bums me out that, I, but, but yes, totally. You know, I, I think we're going to get hit hard in a in about a month that they're mm. going to close the schools up again. Yeah, that's, that's my feeling. I mean, not, um, so everybody knows I had a dream. I have thoughts yeah. about alligators and the alligators mean death. And if there's a person with the alligator at the time and the alligator gets them, they, they die. There hasn't been any of the visions I've had or dreams that they've got, got not gotten them. They've not passed away. Oof. Um, since I was a child. Um, and I had the the the, the um, vision that there was a bunch of alligators in a really small like lake, um, thousands of them just fighting and and turning and and it was very mucky. So I'm still you know. Look, we have a lot of things going around in the world that are not so. I was going to say, now, you know so. what? In 2020, we don't need that. So I'm really hoping that this will be the one time where it doesn't happen. But if, yeah, because it was no. I just see no people. So sure. I always look at it positive that way. Hey, I hope that is the case. But as always, Maria, thank you. I'm, I've 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 missed thank you the past few episodes, so I'm really glad to hear from you. Well, I'm glad I caught you guys. Yeah, me too. You have a great one, okay? Thank you too. So much. Thank you, Maria. I appreciate it. I'm loving this. In case you guys haven't figured it out or haven't noticed, I'll put it that way, haven't noticed yet, this is an all-women caller episode. Now, it doesn't have to be. You know, obviously, Rodney was like, hey, I might call in. Please still feel free to call in. But I have to say secretly, if this ends up being an all-women caller episode, I am one thousand percent for that i absolutely love that i think that is cool as hell um yeah i mean uh oh good night don by the way um but yeah you know what if it sounds like that's what everybody wants to do maybe that's what we'll do maybe we'll have a halloween episode we'll all dress up i'll dress up you can dress up um maybe i'll figure out some way that you guys can actually video call in so we can see everybody's costumes there's got to be a way to do that on here. I mean, right? Fuck it. I think that's a good idea. I like this idea. It's, I'm just brewing right now. I'm not saying 100% that I'm going to do a Halloween episode. But if everybody says it's a good idea, if everybody wants to be down for this, I am all for that. Oh, Veronica just sent me the article. Ooh, I can't wait to read that. Thank you, Veronica. I appreciate that. Can we do a Facebook video chat room, dress up and tell spooky stories? Ashley, I kind of dig that idea, but I think think we can do it here because i don't get i mean i get a, a bunch of people on twitch and a bunch of people on here um i don't think it would overload it if people periodically videoed in i think it's possible i really do plus i kind of want to try it i kind of want to see what would happen um hey i i think i like this idea maria i think it's i think it's definitely possible i think this is something we should we should think about doing okay Continuing the streak, whether it be an all-female call-in show or not, which, I, again, I would really dig, but doesn't have to be. 818-732-9399. Call in now with your own personal paranormal experience. 
I think we got time for one more call. If we don't get one more call, it's totally fine. I've had a fantastic show. I'm not going to say that this hasn't been the best show because I absolutely love it. Um, but if we have one more caller, you know, I think it'd be awesome. And again, Rodney, um, Rodney said he wasn't, you know, I, I get that. I get the apprehension about calling in. I love that everybody calls in. Honestly, it's just me. It's just talking to me. Don't worry about everybody else. It's literally just you and I having a chat and I'm the easiest person to get to talk to. I, I, I'm not, I don't bite. I'm not scary. Uh, not scary at all. So hopefully, uh, oh, and by the way, yes, yes, that is a, a Bigfoot head. I'll bring it back up on camera right now. That is a Bigfoot head. That is the, sorry, that is the Bob Gimlin autograph, the Bigfoot head, and the amazing Don't Fucking Shoot Bigfoot fan art from Aaron that was just absolutely sweet. Aaron didn't, Aaron and I did a meetup. Uh, she was in, or she was going to be local in the LA area. She said, hey, can we do a meetup? You say you can do meetups. And I said, yeah, let's do a meetup. And we met up. We had a great time, a lot of fun, chatted and had, had you know, a blast. And she gave, she was so sweet and she was nice enough to give me that. And it was absolutely cool. And I love it. And that's right there. Absolutely love it. Uh, it would be a good test to have multiple guest video chat call-in show. That's right. Let's test the limits of this new fun tool that the patrons bought us. I was going to say bought me, but bought us. Jacob, no, I did not shoot Bigfoot. Uh, that, that is, I don't fucking shoot Bigfoot is right, right next to it. Uh, that is a, a, a Bigfoot donated head. Oh, wait, now you can't see half my face, which is not exactly a bad thing, but, uh, but still, I did not shoot Bigfoot. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob, for, 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 uh, confirming. Forgot to tell you about the bird. She freaked out staring at a corner and then threw off the cage. She was terrified. Holy crap, Maria. Definitely sounds like it's time for another blessing at that house, another cleansing at that house. Um... Definitely sounds like that to me. Holy crap. I, and Maria's always had... There's people that say, how can all these same people have the same thing happening all the time? There's a perfect example. The perfect example that sometimes locations or people, something is connected to them and keeps coming back. Absolutely keeps coming back. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would dress up. I Actually, I kind of do. There's a couple of real easy ones. I mean, I've got the full Ghostbusters gear I could dress up as. I don't want to spoil it. I think I have an idea of what I would dress as for the Halloween episode. <laughs> Stitch, it's cool, man. If it's not a ghost, I don't care. My daughter and I think we saw some kind of white-looking cryptid thing. Julie, I want to hear about it. Call up. 818-732-9399. Julie, call in. I want to hear about this story. Your daughter and I saw some kind of white-looking cryptid thing. There's a lot of white cryptids, besides the Yeti and Mothman, who's kind of whitish-gray. Uh, Thunderbird can be whitish-gray. Chupacabra can be whitish-gray. Aliens can be whitish-gray. Right. Eh, it's hard to do backwards right there. Um, there's a lot of things that it could be, so I'm very curious. Uh, oh, jackalopes can be whitish-gray. Um, Julie... Feel free, please. You don't have to. I don't want you to feel pressured. But if you would like to call in, I would love to hear that story. 818-732-9399. Um, in the meantime, let me go back through some of these chats because... Uh, Julie, I had asked her before. I'd asked Maria before if it's connected to an object in the house. And she doesn't seem to think so. She seems to think it's connected to 
the location, if you will. Uh, Rodney, you don't have to. Honestly, uh, if you want to call in, again, no pressure at all. But if you want to call in, it's just a chat with me. It's easy. I swear, I, I won't swear at you. I swear I won't, uh, you know, punch you or anything through the phone. It'd be a nice, easy call. But again, I don't want anyone to feel pressured having to call in, except Veronica. Veronica should always be pressured to call in. But everybody else, you know, don't feel pressured to call in. If you'd like to, I think it'd be amazing. What? Why is why is Lauren McCune saying rake? Lauren McCune, why are you saying rake? Is there a rake? Is there a rake behind me? Am I about to hit be hit by a rake? Am I about to step on a rake and have it come up and hit me in the face? Because if so, someone better stop me from doing that. Uh, in the meantime, it looks like we're it looks like we're wrapping up, which I'm again I'm kind of fine with because it's been such a fantastic show. So I'm gonna start wrapping up. Whoever wants to call in, if they decide they want to call in. Now's the time to do it. Otherwise, you have to save it for another episode. And then, Lauren, I don't know what you mean by rake. Does it say rake at the bottom? Special shout-out to Lauren McCune. Nope. No, it doesn't. Oh, also, Alexandra. Yeah, I'm pressuring you to call in as well. All right. In the meantime, let me thank everybody. Rake the Cryptid. Alisa's here. First of all, hey, hotty, hi. Alisa's the best. I just saw her today. Rake the Cryptid. Why do I not know what rake the cryptid is and Alisa does? That bums me out. I shouldn't know. Oh, shit. Yeah, I do know about this thing. Um, Wait, I want to, for, for everybody that doesn't know, let me share the screen here. How do I share? Bring that down here. There, go to here. Then go to share screen. Share screen. Come on. Boom. There you go. That's what a rake is. Shit. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. I like this. I like everything about it. And hey, howdy, hi. Uh, rake is super creepy. Um, I, I, You know what? That's funny. I'm actually kind of glad you mentioned the rake um, cryptid because I might put that on the next uh, video watch party because I didn't do one this week because the work week was just too much, so I couldn't do it. But um, yeah, maybe I'll do a, a rake on the next video watch party. I think that'd be kind of fun. All right. In the meantime, let me thank everybody. I want to thank Lauren McCune for this amazing shirt. Absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. I'm trying to I'm trying to pose like a sexy model. Um, Lauren McCune, thank you so much for this shirt. It's absolutely super sweet. You did not have to buy me a shirt. And I love the fact that you did it because this is absolutely incredible. I want to thank Trish. I want to thank Angie. I want to thank Veronica. And I want to thank Maria for calling in with absolutely fantastic stories. If you missed their stories, oh, and I also want to say to Elisa, uh, Elisa, you can check me out on twitch.tv slash Paranormal Almanac. That's right. Paranormal Almanac is now on twitch.tv slash Paranormal Almanac. So if you do have Twitch, I've been told it's a lot clearer and a lot cleaner no buffering. I've been told by a bunch of people that it is the way to watch the show. So think about that in the, for the next episode. You can watch me over on Twitch. You can, uh, no, it's fine. At uh, least I'm just busting your balls. Uh, you can watch me over on Twitch. You can watch me here on Facebook. I had uh, a fantastic group over there. I have a fantastic group over on Facebook. I get to see you all right on here. Uh, thank you again, Lauren McCune, for this awesome shirt. Thank you for all of the women that called in. The fact that this was an all-women call-in show, for whatever reason, I absolutely love. 
the fact that there's a bunch of people that say it's just a bunch of nerdy guys that believe in the paranormal and, you know, whatever. The fact that this was an all-women and a ton of women in the chat room as well is so empowering. It's so cool to see. I absolutely love it. I'm sunburned as well, Elisa. Yes, uh, right here. Uh, I, I was helping... Elisa is the one that I was helping, that I was talking about earlier. I was helping Elisa uh, uh, move some stuff today. More than happy to do it. Socially distinct, distancing. We're very responsible. Had masks and everything. That's why the sunburn is right there. But yes, I am sunburned as well. Um, my caption says, you want to thank the Lord for the shirt? What the hell? No, I want to thank Lauren McCune for the shirt. Unless Lauren McCune is the Lord. I don't know. I'm not going to get preachy on this show, so she very well could be. Thank you all so much for watching. I cannot thank you enough. I love hanging out with you. This has been a blast for me, hearing these fantastic stories. Once again, I am... Wait, hold on. Oh, I wasn't prepared. I forgot about this little thing. Once again, I am your host, Kurt Sandvig, and this has been another edition of Paranormal Almanac. Turning all villains.